Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Joe Biden is using the Strategic Petroleum Reserve like it's his wallet. We heard that phrase after Hurricane Ian. That Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, was coming to Biden to open his wallet. These resources are Biden's. They belong to Biden. They belong to the Democrats. It's theirs. They're the party of government. And the taxes we pay are paid to the Democrat Party. They own them. Now, I'm sure there's more than one statistic. But from all my reading, we consume about 20 million barrels of oil per day. The U.S. economy in total. They're about to release 15 million barrels with uh, less than 30, well, I'm sorry, less than 20 days, with 20 days to go till the midterms, a little less than three weeks, 15 million barrels. I think the Democrats know, I think the media knows that the price is about to spike. And here's the worst part of it. If the Democrats somehow, and it's not looking like they will, these are some, we're watching last ditch efforts here, right? We see Democrats throwing everything they can at Republicans. You see in Ohio, the Cleveland Plain dealer created a racist cartoon against J.D. Vance's wife, who's of Indian descent. I guess the only acceptable marriage is Priyanka Tropa and one of the Jonas Brothers. But they're mocking her race. Kathy Hochul is trying to make something out of text messages that were sent by Lee Zeldin to President Trump so the media doesn't have to focus on all of her corruption. You've got Katie Hobbs refusing to debate Carrie Lake. You've got a media now that is covering for John Fetterman's glaring health issues by claiming now any any concern you have about them is ableism. And what we need is Ability diversity or something in the Senate all of a sudden. So out out goes the whole thing about the sharpest minds. Now we need a, a, a ability diversity or something. You see in Oregon, you see in Oregon, Democrats are pouring money into the governor's race for the first time in like, I, I think they said that Oregon went Democrat the past nine presidential elections. They may lose control of the governor's race, the governor's uh, uh, seat there. And look at the way they're pouring in money in a Georgia. Everything is all about this anonymous woman, anonymous woman who allegedly had an abortion at the behest of Herschel Walker. No talk about this apartment complex that is run by Raphael Warnock's church where they evicted people for owing $28 in rent in something called MLK Village. <laughs> I mean, and rereading the Washington Free Beacon, it's in, it's in disrepair, it's filthy, it's not well-maintained. This is, this is Raphael Warnock's church that pays him a $7,400 housing credit or a stipend on top of his salary. Throws people out for 28 bucks in back rent. If the Democrats hang on, I mean, even by a sliver, meaning it's 50-50 in the Senate with Kamala Harris casting tie votes, 
And Nancy Pelosi has even a three, a three-seat majority. The Democrats are going to claim they have a mandate for the transition, for their policies, for everything that's happening right now, the open border. And I want you to understand what's going to happen. They're not going to be able to use the Strategic Petroleum Reserve anymore. And they're going to have to replenish it at the global price because we're not producing. Prices are going to be affected by everything. And the Democrats are not going to be able to subsidize their way out of it. See, here's the problem that we're facing. This is, and this is, this is something I, I, I try to have civil discussions. I, 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 very, I so rarely, I get very excited when I get a civil-minded caller to this program who isn't an ankle biter who just wants to scream at me or bring up completely uh, ir- irrelevant topics like a speaker's list at CPAC five years ago or something. The way the Democrats want to govern is they want to suck up as many resources as they can from the people. Now, the people at the bottom of the economic spectrum, let's just be honest, don't contribute anything to the tax base, at least not the federal income tax base. And the people at the top have the political clout to make sure that their taxes, their tax rates whether it's loopholes, deductions, whatever it is, that they pay taxes, but it doesn't affect their lifestyle choices. Meaning it doesn't change, hmm, am I buying that second home on Martha's Vineyard? Yes or no? Right? These It doesn't affect the cars they drive, the schools they send their kids to, the yachts that they buy, the second or third homes they buy, how they enrich their children with you know trips around the world to meet uh, foreign leaders or or fellow elitists or whatever it is. It's the people in the middle. And what the Democrats want you to believe is that they could vacuum up the resources, but then if you need something, they could give you a grant or a subsidy or a tax credit. In other words, they'll give you what you need, even though you had it and they took it away from you in the first place. So you had it, you had the money in your hand and the, The model for everything is government-run education. If you weren't paying taxes for education, you would have more choices to make. But they take your money in the form of taxes, and they go, okay, unless you could afford to go outside the system that you're forced to pay for, here's what you get. Now, whether you like it or not is irrelevant. And if they, if we look at the idea of socializing services, Democrats love to point that out. I, I do see that on social. Well, you know, if if you send your kids to government schools, or you call the police. You you know, you believe in socialism. But if you're talking about an equal tax burden, which is why the flat tax and the fair tax would be constitutional and would be right and fair and just. If you're talking about a community where people are paying taxes towards the government schools and and maybe some people are paying slightly more and some people are paying slightly less based on the size of their home or the property they own or whatever it is, however you you quantify local property taxes to fund the schools, the police, the fire, the EMTs and all that. That's not that big of a deal because voters are equally affected by the outcome of the system. 
Now, one of the problems with police reform is that a lot of the people that complain about police aren't paying any taxes. Right? If you're completely subsidized, the the public servants, yes, do work for you technically, but they don't really answer to you because what are you going to do? Not pay your taxes? You aren't paying taxes. So the government, the government, you know, the government has a way. Yes, there's there's a certain amount of popularity and democracy, but there's also, you know, contribution to the system. And we can argue about which one is more powerful. But as you increase the number of people who are to receive a service, regardless of ability to pay, if those people outnumber the people who pay, then the people who are pay are, who pay are going to get the shaft. They will not be able to get a dollar's worth of government service. That's impossible. Once you start giving away a service, every dollar you contribute to the service is reduced by the service being spread to those who contribute nothing towards it. So if you had a thousand homes all paying a thousand dollars for the government schools, well, that would be an equal contribution. Now, what might be the spread is one family might have one kid, one family might have three kids. But if you start building homes, government housing, for people who contribute nothing, the $1,000 you contribute will quickly become $900, $800 in return. You'll still pay the 1000 but you're not going to get anywhere near $1,000 in, in return in service from the government because the government is now giving the service away. And if the government can't hire more teachers or administrators or what have you because they're limited by what is contributed by the people, one of two things happens. Either the system reduces in quality or they have to raise taxes on the existing taxpayer. So, well, you know, taxes have to go up because we have to support the schools. Well, we were supporting them just fine until you brought in this government housing project thing or those migrants or whatever it is. Are you blaming? Yes, I am. I'm blaming the system for being set up that way. I'm blaming the system. What's going to happen if the Democrats hold office and power in the coming two years is they are going to treat it like, well, we have a mandate to do as we please. And the funny thing is, I don't get this. They keep saying, if we win, we'll codify Roe. If you're a Democrat, why aren't they codifying Roe right now? Why aren't they codifying Roe right now? Why don't they just take the, the Roe v. Wade decision, put it to the House, vote on it, put it to the Senate, vote on it, have Joe Biden sign it into law? Why won't they do it right now? Why do you have to wait? If they're telling you that this is easy peasy, they've got a decision from the Supreme Court that was overturned. They're going to take the text of the decision and turn it into a federal law. Why aren't they doing it right now? Oh, you got to vote for them again. That's that's what it is. So that's the promise down the road. But the only answer, the only answer they have is more subsidies, more taxes, more subsidies, more taxes, more subsidies. Subsidy, subsidy, subsidy. We got to subsidize green energy. We got to subsidize weather stripping inside him. We got to subsidize solar subsidy, subsidy, subsidy. But where's it coming from? We're $31 trillion in debt. The answer to all of our problems right now, or at least most of them, are in our natural resource portfolio oil and natural gas. And what the Democrats are saying is we don't care. 
if we could actually reduce the price of energy and home eating oil. We don't care if we could actually reduce the price of food. You have this idiot Corrine Jean-Pierre, this idiot Cecilia Roos, this idiot Joe Biden, this idiot Chuck Schumer. It's not even idiocy. They know what they're doing. They're not being fooled. This is the plan. You just need to be quieted with subsidies and student loan forgiveness and a whole host of other government programs to air fingers, quote, bring down the price. That doesn't bring down the price. That doesn't change the cost of research and development or the cost of a professor's salary or the cost of installing anything. This is just a way to get themselves over the hump. Now, I already could tell you, and I think you know this, if they lose in November, the bureaucracies are going to go into full protective mode of the Democrat agenda. The president is going to veto anything that is produced by Republicans with a media that will blame them for a government shutdown. And then there'll be a laundry list of court cases that bog down any agenda that is promoted by the new Republican Congress. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. But I want you to understand that inflation is going to get worse. This can only get worse. And I will tell you this also in true honesty. Voting Republican is going to be like the first chemo treatment. Okay? It does not mean on November 9th all is well. That the sun is the clouds are going to part and the sun is going to shine. There may be an effect in markets and commodities futures uh, if the market perceives the incoming Republican Congress as a benefit. But it's going to it's going to amount to the first chemo treatment. You got a long road ahead to recovery. Wine six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patreon. You can join me live on the Wilcom Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Serious XM Patriot, channel 125.